Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Greetings, listener dear. It's Matthew. It's Ben. And it's Pappy's Flatshare House Meeting. Don't worry, Parry is here for the body of the episode. He's just not here for this introduction. Um, I've got to ask. He's a busy boy. He's a busy boy. He's a very, very busy boy. He's a very busy bloke. He's a busy bloke. Um, (laughs) He's, uh, how, how am I doing on the greetings, listener dear? Because... It's such it's they're big shoes to fill. Yeah, they're the massive shoes. I think you're doing the right thing in in and not trying to emulate Tom. No. You know, no, I I rarely try and emulate Tom. If anything, <laughs> quite the opposite. Yeah, uh, you've got you you two have got very distinct and different vibes. Yeah, my wristband that says WWTPD stands for what wouldn't Tom Parry do that's how oh, I that's oh. how I op- operate uh, on a, on a day-to-day basis um so uh, so yes so welcome to the show it is a house meeting uh we had a, a lovely time a lovely a lovely time a, a lovely, lovely time a lovely time chatting many topics covered I'm gonna level with you we recorded it tonight yeah, I've, I can't remember a thing we talked yeah, about. I, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. It was I'm like, as you were doing it, I was like, I should chime in with something here, but I was like, I've got nothing. I no, can't no. remember. I was hoping you might remember, but no, it doesn't matter. It's not That's not our job, is it? To remember what we talked about. No. Just, our job is just to do the talking and talk yeah. we did. Um, so before we crack on with the episode, uh, don't forget, if you've got any beefs you would like us to solve, we, we need some more beefs because we've got a few more Beef Brothers recordings coming up. Some great guests booked. Uh, so get them to beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. If you've got a problem with your flatmate, if you've got a problem with your partner, your kids, your landlord, your neighbours, uh, animals in the vicinity, the only thing, I and mean, people, say, people say, oh, you don't want to have ones about cats. That's fine. Cats, we've... we've oh, are we we've, opening we've, that door now? No, because we've solved it's ones the, about... It, we, the Steve Bajaya one, we had one about a cat. That's true. I completely accept it. The, the, the structure that I don't like is... For the, the, the none of us like, really, is the... You talk about it like it's not a cat and then reveal it's a cat. Yeah. You know, my flatmate is a disgrace. Steals my food. Scratches me on the face. Shits on the floor. Dot, dot, dot. By the way, it's a it's cat. It's Tom Parry. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to He's hear the story of Tom, Tom shitting on the floor, it's in a flat share slam down somewhere. Yeah, but that that that, that definitely has. Well, that's not ugly. Turtlehead. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How has it got worse? How is it worse with just the two of us doing I don't it? Know, how is it more actually. disgusting? I, I think I think the thing is, you know, like Tom does a wonderful job in 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 kind of taking the rap for uh, for our um, sins. He does take the rap for our sins. Um, he's uh, yeah what you don't realise is actually if if I'm not the one saying don't do that I do start doing it my wristband yeah. isn't working basically <laughs> yeah that's it I need to get a new wristband um, also as well if you enjoy uh, the content we're providing for free 
that we're not charging you any money for, like this one, then uh, please support the podcast. If you're a fan, then go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare, and you can get bonus episodes every single week, plus a whole backlog of bonus episodes that we've recorded over the last few years. Some great episodes in there. Really, really, some really good stuff, guys. Like really, we're, really we're, good ones. We're, we're we're giving you stuff in return. Yeah, it's absolutely. Still a two way street. I promise you. Yeah, you chuck us a little bit of money to uh, keep putting the podcast out to keep this sort of worth our while, and we make it very, very worth your while. Um, so that's patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare. Please join us if you're thinking because there's people listening to this now going, ah, I've been listening for a while. Maybe I want to just do it. If you Today's don't like it, if you don't like it, just cancel it. We don't mind, but give it a try. For your own sake, give it a try. Four quid. Four quid a month. Just give it a little try. Give it a tickle. See if it sits. And if Tom was here, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be so desperate right now. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Thomas said he's not coming back until we got more money. <laughs> Um, which actually I think is, is weirdly when I put that out the patrons um, lost quite a few listeners oh no yeah yeah they're keeping him away um, <laughs> so uh, yeah the, go to the Patreon uh, find us on Facebook like this podcast subscribe to the podcast if you're not already tell your friends about this podcast mm. and most of all enjoy this episode of Pappy's Flatshare House Meeting I've had a thought I've got an issue I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. What temperature should we set the heat? House meeting. Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meeting? House meeting. Now, I'm going to ask you something. See if, see if this chimes with you, right? It's always, a, it's always a tricky one when you think, did you also do this? But <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, do, mm. I've noticed that when I see something, like, up ahead, like, maybe in the road, maybe on the pavement, and it's... Hang on, are you, are you driving? I could be driving, I could be walking... You could have found a shopping trolley. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You could be weaving the bollards. I could be. I could be weaving the bollards. I could be careering down a hill on a sled. You know, any of the modes of transport. If I see something in the distance that my poor eyesight can't make out exactly what it is, I always assume it's a dead thing. Now, I know it's quite a... uh, I mean, I know we're going in... That's a start. We're we're bringing up the the, the spectre of death, which haunts us all early doors in the podcast but if i see something on the ground and it's like a plastic bag my brain always goes like dead crow before it goes you had a plastic awful time bag. watching american beauty didn't you it was oh i couldn't believe it a little ghost <laughs> flying crow around didn't know whether it was alive or dead yeah <laughs> so that's yeah it um I'm really excited to see how this sentence goes. I think yeah, yeah, I guess that is uh, mental illness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that is um, an issue. Yeah, I guess that is something for a therapist rather than a podcast. <laughs> but as we all know, pretty much everything that's this is a lot cheaper. So um, yeah. What, like if, if a you, therapist does listen to this and is like, oh my God, these guys are fucked. Well, if there are any therapists, do get in touch. Um, I know it's sort of, I mean, that's, 
you know, that's not really fair, is it? To say if there are any therapists, get in touch and analyze us. That's, that's, their, the freebie, really. that's their job, isn't it? I mean, I suppose we're, you know, we're giving them free entertainment, but I mean, I, I don't know. Although I'd love to, and I'm sorry, we're getting off subject here. No, 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 I think please. That'd be a great way. Please take being... us off subject. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring us back to death in a second. Don't you worry. Please get us never, away. Never far from my mind. If I was a therapist, I'd give people like little, little tidbits just little tasters because I bet it'd be so intriguing what like a drug dealer <laughs> get them hooked yeah. get them hooked on just Freud like, oh well you say that I know what that is actually that's why whenever Clarky's at a dinner party he always gets up and performs a sketch <laughs> half, well half a sketch yeah well uh, um, if they don't surely laugh, a third of a sketch surely, surely a third of a sketch <laughs> do, you, do you think do you think it must be really hard for a therapist to find the off button? Yeah. Like, more so than... Because, like, you know, they, it's that whole thing of, like, if you work in the diet... If you work in catering, you never really enjoy a, a meal out because you're always... You see the the things that people should be doing or... Oh, you know. I thought you were going to say it's because you're working the shift. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, oh, you're not supposed to be sat at the tables. You're supposed to be bringing this food to the table. Once you bring the food to the table, you can't sit down and eat with the people. That's why you never really enjoy the meal. Um, but yeah, I guess you've you've seen you've seen behind the curtain. You've seen the the you know what, what seems like a, a very glamorous you know uh, w- world to work in. You know, high end catering, even high end catering, the kitchens are grim. So it's kind of like it's quite well. They are for you. There's dead things all over the floor, isn't there? <laughs> it's a good job you're not a health and safety inspector. Everywhere would be closed down. <laughs> Going under um, people's sinks and seeing a load of plastic bags and go, what have you done? I've got to call the police. But, you know, more so than... I'm trying to think of, like... Because if you're a mechanic... Oh, yeah. You're not, you're not constantly going to be eyeing up people's cars, but, like... When you're a therapist, you're kind of surrounded by your your cars, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. I, although That's I think it. with a with a um, with a mechanic, probably people are a lot more comfortable saying, "Have a look at that, would you?" than they are with a therapist. I bet they'd be. This, have a look at this, will you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Asking a mechanic, here, just, you? would you mind just sliding under my brain? Pop up into my <laughs> nog. Um, it is what I do if I was a therapist, Clarky. Rather than tidbits, yeah, I have my on. card on me at all times. And at every dinner party or gathering where there's a group of people, at the end of it, I'd make quite a show of only giving my card to one person. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say that I was a therapist during the course of the night. And then at the end, I'd be like, oh, by the way, if you ever want to give me a call and then give them to one person. And it's like everyone will think like, whoa, he's been judging us all night. And that's the one that he's given the card to. But isn't what, that, wait, yeah. What, what what do you hope you, you're going to achieve? If I, I think saw you're going to Clarky upset getting the, the person you're giving the card to, yeah, and <laughs> and everyone else is going to go, I'm fine then. Yeah, right? I feel like that's that, that everyone's going to look yeah. around and go, oh, it turns out we were right. Clarky is the one who's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> well, no, I I just think you're guaranteed one one person I'm not trying to get everyone to come am I that would be too much yeah but I don't think you having a chat with someone at the end of the chat giving them a card saying I'm a registered therapist and you're insane right okay no, no, I, no, no. I appreciate obviously people who go to therapy aren't insane and uh, you know but at the same time I think I think 
it's it's a real M Night Shyamalan twist, isn't it, to end a conversation <laughs> by saying to somebody, "By the way, I've been judging you the entire time," even though we know that every conversation uh, is is a judgment, right? Worst date I ever went on. <laughs> I'd say, and by the way, you just had your first session, and then, I'd wa- and then then I'd walk out the room. Right, and okay, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're giving them good advice and they're saying this is fantastic, how do you know all this stuff? But then, you know, presumably if you were that if you were that good a therapist that you could just turn it on at dinner parties. Fucking hell, where was then... I? I was where was I? I was at a house party, hammered. And I went into the bathroom and there was a couple sat in the bath having an argument. And I solved their argument for them. And got them back oh. and they were and then they they were really in love with each other at the end of the conversation. Did you solve it by having a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got them out of the bathroom pretty quickly. Turn the shower on, started shitting, off you went. (laughs) The faecal therapist. I will come, I will put your problems into perspective when I show you what comes out of my arse. (laughs) My my tagline is, you think you've got problems? (laughs) I'm like, I'm like the opposite of Gillian McKeith. I'm not, well, I don't know, I, I don't really know what she does I don't think I ever did it wasn't Gillian McKeith yeah 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 I got the quite do- sweaty there going in for that reference <laughs> I'm out of my depth the the doctor who used to sieve through people's feces great in order to, I yeah, sieve yeah. through my own shit to make you feel better <laughs> and that's my guarantee no problem you can't solve with a pot of your own shit God, where was that? That feels like a weird. More, more importantly, what what was the argument and how did you solve it? Um, did you give them your card? They were they sort were sort of um, in, in, a, in a sense he did, yeah. <laughs> they had like issues with communication and stuff like that, and he said she had low self esteem, and it it really frustrated him and all this kind of stuff. And they, they got into it basically. They really got into it. And for some reason, they let oh. me stay because <laughs> I was battered. <laughs> and and then we got into the nuts and bolts of it. And then by the end, it was all good. Yeah, Tom, that was me and Clarky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was, it we wasn't, we weren't sat in a bath, we were doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I took a shit. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you took a shit in the bath. <laughs> Is anyone podcasting on the loo, by the way? There's got to be one out there. A in podcast. the round. a cast. there's got to yeah. be there's got to be like one where that's the cell is I like mean, I interview think, a guest who's on the loo I think already it must be it's a, it's a tough listen people talking about pooing knowing that somebody's on the loo as it's happening also you don't want to be on the loo for, you know like you don't want to be on the loo for too long do you I don't think you'd talk about poo no 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 I, <laughs> you talk about other things <laughs> I, I feel like it would I feel like it would certainly come up at some stage Otherwise, what's the go, point? Go down at some stage. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 okay. I'm just thinking, like, people, are people more candid? Like, what would your angle be? You know, like, are you more candid on the loo? You're more relaxed? I don't think so. If, if, if I know someone else is there, I'm more likely to tense up. If I, if I was sat on the loo and somebody pulled back the shower curtain and they were sat in the bath and said welcome to my podcast i wouldn't go actually now i really feel like opening up i mean i would open up for a second and then i close up pretty quickly right i've just remembered what that memory is 
Oh, good, good. It's, it's an episode of Sex Education. <laughs> it happens oh, to the lead no. guy in Sex Education. Yeah. So it wasn't you that did it? wasn't me that did it. I just That's watched it on telly about That's... six months ago. Because I was going to say, when were you last at a party? It's going to be a while ago. Um, okay, so you saw it in a, you saw it in a TV funny. show. Are you remembering TV shows as yourself? That's bad. Not all the time. I mean, like... No, but right now, let's not, was... let's not, let's not, like, let's not, like, let's not focus on other times when you didn't do it. Let's focus on the time right now when you did. I mean, it's just, just normally when I'm, I... I'm driving around in my talking car. Just, my memory's been weird since I was frozen and put into the future to track down a batter who had been... <laughs> I was going for Demolition Man then. I, I, I got it. I, was, I, I did get it. I was reaching but for I was Demolition like, Man. That's not a TV show. I thought I show. thought it was Austin Powers you were going for, and I thought no TV show, Futurama. But then he didn't have to get rid of a baddie. But um, have we? Have, have any of us watched a TV show recently together? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> Sex Education is a is a is a rec- is a recent ref. Um, but um, but that's that's mad, isn't it? I mean, I've definitely had dreams where I've thought they were real. But I don't know if I've ever watched a TV show and gone, yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> I love the way as well. It's also a situation where you're the hero. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was definitely me. That's got to be me. I was, I was pissed, but I was still such a legend that I solved oh. this couple's problem. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything because I, I, re- I remembered what that, that, that it was an episode of Sex Education and I thought, maybe I'll let that slide. But then I was like, I'm sure someone's listening going, that's just sex this guy's just <laughs> taken the plot of sex education it's like what 14 year olds do at school someone out there had the most delightful journey there going, I swear he is talking about oh that is brilliant there you go there, you go. there we go what a therapist he turned out to be <laughs> yeah, your version of therapy would just be going this reminds me of a time you know and it'll just be a TV show this reminds me of a time I was living in Wolford Wolford's not a real place uh, it was to me <laughs> for what belief would you take a beating there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. What's your assumption when you start approaching something in the distance, Clarky? If do you think do you go dead? I I think my knee jerk reaction is is that something I can have? Oh yeah. 
That's good, yeah. And if it's I, dead, I, I genuinely think can. so. I was trying to think through what my reactions are, and I think mine is, oh, is that going to be something I can have? Yeah, that, I think, that I was... I think that's where I go. That was me on my paper round. I used to always bring back hubcaps, and my dad was like, why have you got all these hubcaps? I'm like, because they, they feel like a thing yeah. that's worth having, you know? You can't stick them up in your room, because they're obviously... Like a used hubcap, it's just absolutely coated in all kinds of awful filth and oil. So you can't really sort of, you know, you'd have to... You weren't taking them off cars, were you? you these were on the floor. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was slowly stealing a car. I got to four <laughs> hubcaps before my dad realised that it's not a great idea to steal his car. Um, <laughs> like, it's but, like that guy, that guy who, who eats cars by grating them on, sprinkling them on his food. Monge too, yeah. And he, he eats a car a, a year or something. Yeah, he's eating planes and stuff, hasn't he? That's a waste, right? But I think he, I think he can eat more than just grating. Like I, he can eat bigger bits, but he does grate bits of it down onto his onto his food. But he can, like you know, he can he can swallow bits of metal. And I think doctors have like checked him out, and he, he's, he's you know, there's been no kind of terrible adverse effects, except I presume he can't go through the metal detector at an airport. Here's here's the thing, though, right? Are you actually eating a car? Do you know what I mean? Because Here we go. Clark say you have a bolt, the, the philosophy of the situation. Yeah. Say, say you nom a bolt, a bolt. Yeah. Say you nom a bolt. If you nom a bolt, you're gonna poo out a bolt, aren't you? <laughs> have you actually like? So you're saying you, you haven't you, eaten something if you if it's just passing through your system. This is great chat for the uh, the podcast, by the way. <laughs> this is this is the kind of stuff we would when me and Gillian McKeith are sieving through your turds. This is the kind of questions we'd be asking. <laughs> She's my co-host now. I, I I yeah I I get that. I suppose that you're not you're not sort of chewing it and you're not digesting it. You're just letting it pass through you because because my point was going to be i was like oh You're well, if, if everyone like ate a, like if could you get rid of like more waste around the world by like you know if it's like excess cars or something by everyone <laughs> great grating a bit onto their so onto rather their than, food but then i'm like well rather no, than because there's still the up. same amount left over isn't there yeah because you're not converting it are you you're not turning it into energy no so you're saying that this whole this whole guy's thing, Monge 2's entire act, his entire sort of uh, raison d'etre, is a lie. Yeah. And that's what I tell him before handing him my card at the end of a party. <laughs> you need help. The doctor, I am Monge 2. Is a lie. Yeah, <laughs> mate, come and have a chat. By the way, that was a really weird dinner party. You at my uh, you at my Uber. Um, <laughs> I can't leave. Um... But like, it's more like a sword swallowing type thing, isn't it? Really, but a bit more impressive. Like, it's still pretty impressive to get it through you, right? Come on, it's, Come it is on, impressive, mate. but it it's is. also like so fucking stupid. Like, wow, to to keep doing it. Yeah, but I think, I think he, if you've done it once, he'd be like, I, I ate I, a car. He'd be like, nice one. But I no, no, I think it was his thing. I ate before. another car. Okay, he's still doing it. No, but he's doing it, like, it. He does jets as well and stuff like that. He's eating big. Oh, he does jets things, as well. You know? But like, no, but in the same way that like you know, when Evil Knievel jumped over a load of buses, no one went. Well, you've jumped over stuff now. Quit it. Did they? they <laughs> no, but 
That's the but thing. There is it's going on to bigger, to and bigger and better feet. Well, there's there's a, there's an element of spectacle to seeing a man sat at a table with a napkin tucked into his chest. I'm not. I'm not paying to go and see that. No one's necessarily paying to go and see it. But you know, it's, you, if if you said, "Oh, there's a bloke over there eating a f- fuselage," you'd be like, "Yeah, I'll go and watch a bit of that." <laughs> I think, of course, you would. Why wouldn't you? That's it. That's proper old school entertainment. And also, as well, I think the the Monge twos. A whole thing was that he was a fan of eating metal and sort of non-food items before somebody turned it into his It was just a hobby. It was just what he was into, yeah. You know, and if you can turn your hobby into a profession, you never work a day in your life. That's what they say. Do you think it's like a fetish then? Well, he wasn't getting sexual kicks out of it. You don't have to make it sexual, Clarky. I'd like to. (laughs) Do you you like it? (laughs) Do you find it sexual having nuts in your mouth? But no, I think it's. I, I think it was. It was not a sexual thing. It was just. It was just a. You know, like they have that show, Freaky Eaters. That's quite a Julian McKeith type show where people are like, um, they're very into eating like packing foam or whatever, yeah. you know, or or um, ceiling tiles. They just like the they like the texture, the consistency, something yeah, about it. I did it. see a bit of that, actually. and it's yeah. it's it's, it's like it's, someone who's like eating their sofa. Yeah, exactly. And it's got the same sort of pleasure that they get from eating a really nice meal. But it just so happens to be something that most people would consider to be gross and or inedible. I think it's, there's nothing, you know, you don't need to make it, you, know, you don't need to add an extra level of kook to what's already but, quite a kooky thing. I'm just, I'm, is, I'm just trying well, to understand I, 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 it, man. I, yeah, where I'm trying to come from with Clarky is, <laughs> what, what, what bit of it do you, what, what bit of it are you watching? Are you watching, are you watching him eat it? Does he do it as a show? Is it, is it anecdotal? Or... What's the... Do you roll up and pay a ticket and sit down and he chays on a tyre? I imagine, yeah. I imagine it's like um, he'd be uh, at a sort of country fair, you know. He'd show up at a country fair, he'd be one of the attractions at a country fair. You wouldn't necessarily have to pay extra money to see him. He might just be there and it's included in the price of the ticket. And, um, you know, they give him maybe a cut of the bar and, you know... All the engine oil you can drink, or Literally. whatever it'll be, you know. Yeah, <laughs> she's that chew in the bar. <laughs> Literally a cut of the bar. That's a little chow on that. But yeah, maybe they provide the plane. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's some sort of, you know, there'll be a, maybe, a, maybe get sponsorship from an airline. There's a sort of publicity stunt aspect to it. That's what I'm assuming uh, our, our friend Monge Two was doing. Right? The owner of a grey Toyota Prius, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, should have moved it when we asked you in the first place (laughs) it's now in the pan would you watch that parry would you if there was a guy eating bits of car would you watch it i feel like i I feel like how would you not if i was on yeah i mean if you're there already if if you're there already maybe i haven't been to a fair in ages no that's a good point I mean, nowadays, they're more kind of um, dodgems, kind of that sort of thing. Uh, the, the the Ferris wheel, the, you know, the Helter Skelter, that kind of thing is, is, is more what's at a fair nowadays. But like, I'm sure back in the day, they used to have sort of, you know, maybe a load of... Human interest. Human interest, exactly, yeah. A load of animals that you could, you could pet or some um, sort of sort of freakish performers who might be doing some sort of daredevil feats. You know, I mean, I don't I mean, I, I guess the circus still, does still exist, but like around the circus, there'd be people like that, you know, back in the 
back in the days of the of, of, of P.T. Barnum, he'd probably have someone who could, you know, eat a eat an old Model T Ford. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, exactly. I feel like um, I feel like you know, it's all part of the day. Are you Monge 2's agent? <laughs> just listen I just think he's got a good act I think it's about time he came back the problem is you know like I, and obviously I'm, a, I'm guilty of this I watch a lot of reality TV but it is killing the special act you know where are, where are our ventriloquists coming through you know where's Bob Carroll G's and Spit the Dog where's Bernie Clifton you know where are the who are the new breed coming through and I think if there's someone out there who can eat a car and is willing to you know go on go on television and do it there's money to be made there, man. I'd be quite interested in a big brother where it's ventriloquists. You call it big brother, little brother. <laughs> yeah. Big brother, little brother. And you could vote off the... You you could you could vote off the dolls and you can vote off the ventriloquists. Like, you could you can Ooh, vote them off separately. Yeah. yeah, but you wouldn't want to... <laughs> house full of dolls. Yeah, no, but also that's... Yeah, no, that's how it would work. That's, that's tough, that's though, because the, if you're voting off of Keith Harris, but you're yeah. keeping Orville, yeah. right, then yeah. what's Orville doing? Just sitting up, sitting up in bed with with their eyes closed? Yeah, no, Harris is allowed open to... open their eyes, that's when you have to worry. No, like, like, like the Andy Hopkins real magic. He sort of sits up and turns him. around and looks at you. He puppets him, he doesn't ventriloquist him. Do you see what I mean? So it's like if you if if you vote out Keith Harris, then he has to go under the sofa or behind the counter <laughs> and you only have you only have he descends the puppet. like and into a box. Vote, if you vote the puppet off, then the puppet goes as well. And if you vote the puppet off first, then you just get the ventriloquist. So you, so you just, just got, get like you've got, got Jeff Dunham just strolling around without any of his racist puppets yeah exactly <laughs> prefer it actually um, it's not a it's not a bad idea actually I like I the like idea it. and but what you really want is at the end the real sort of the you know where, where it's going to achieve sort of true televisual gold is when at the end it's all it's all puppets as you said Clarky, it's got to be everyone's crouching behind you know like every, there's a real premium for like areas behind tables <laughs> like you know <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you um uh, you know you cr- you crawl on your hands and knees and you find that you know Edgar Bergen's already I mean I assume is dead but uh, you, you, or whoever the other the other ventriloquists so are makes it worse. well of course you assume him dead he's off in the distance isn't he <laughs> he was actually a plastic he was bag. lying down <laughs> wasn't Edgar Bergen in the first place <laughs> Socks only useful for putting your feet in house What about if you scratch the ventriloquist? Just a puppet big brother. People would fucking love that. Yeah. Good. You get the, the most popular puppets over the last 40 years. You get them in a house and you get you see what happens. Yeah. So you're gonna have you the most popular this is already a great question. Who are the most popular puppets of the last are you saying forty years? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. gotta, be, gotta be Kermit up top. Kermit's Kermit's in there. Oh, by the way, um, when Kermit, because here's here's the thing: when when Kermit and Miss Piggy were guests on the last leg, when they were not with their handlers, they have to be covered. So Miss Piggy sits down, crosses her legs, and is covered over with a sheet because you can't see Miss Piggy see her. without her handler. You know, the, the magic can never you know they, they, no one can take a, a a photograph or even just even for the people there they cannot see um miss piggy 
resting. It's, we um, have the same rule for Clarky, don't we? You and I registered. <laughs> we're registered as his handlers. <laughs> you can't do a public appearance unless... <laughs> unless, unless one of us are there or he's got a cloth over him. Um, <laughs> So so yeah so who are the um oh before I before I ask by the way um I know it's tricky for a, a an audio podcast but how do you rate your ventriloquism how do you how good do you think you are I reckon I'd be quite good at it you know I'm what Tom not very good at all I would Tom say. you're you're hidden behind the, what you've what you've done brilliantly is you've hidden behind the microphone that's oh, actually a, yeah so I have all this I trick in the though. book the oldest trick in the book. Oh, that's pretty good, Crosby. I don't think it's that difficult. The word difficult's quite difficult. It's difficult. I don't think it's very difficult. I don't think it's a difficult skill. 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 You're good at it, Harry. That's really it's good. As long okay, as you, it's okay. I don't mind it. It's okay. That's re- you're actually. Really I think you need a big. I think I you need a big mouth. Because okay. you need you need you need room for your tongue to do stuff behind your teeth. So yeah. I've got quite big teeth. So I think there's a lot of room to negotiate. Obviously, you just got to look like you're not bracing. I look like I've sat on something. Yeah, yeah. You look like you, you've got a kind of rictus grin on your face. So you're yeah, kind of yeah. stretching your I mouth out so, like yeah, that. I know, yeah. But how are you doing like B's and P's and stuff? Yeah. Can you say, my name is Tom Parry and I'd like a beer? My name is Tom Parry. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't try, my, don't, don't try and rap it. I know, I, know, I know the phrase, my name is Tom Parry, goes into one of your famous old school raps. <laughs> but just, wow. just Harry's demonstrating three skills there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third skill podcasting because that's not a skill um, okay oh he's Tom Harry oh, oh yeah okay the P's I can do T's oh we can all do T's mate well then alright my name is Tom Parry and I'd like a T my name is Tom Terry and I'd like to tea it's, not, it's really Why hard why have you gone tie <laughs> like is it? you could have gone like I think you've just hit every I think, I think you've got inside your own head there you're your, no, no, you're no, your own doll. What, what what doll would you go for? Well, this is. Of course, this I'm going to have a Crosby. It's what you. What, what you're going to. Your is going to be a little bit like to scale version of me. Yeah. <laughs> fits perfectly on your hand. It's a little bit bigger, you know, just so it goes. Fits sure, on so people so people can see it. In a, you know, if, you've, <laughs> if, you, if you start playing venues of over fifty, you know, and it will be the over fifty to come and see that. <laughs> that was always our problem, wasn't it? Like, That's the right. We got bigger than one hundred and fifty seat venues. People thought we were a double act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to um, we had to invest in that giant magnifying glass. That and then we remember we performed that very hot day and I was burnt. <laughs> yeah, it's a real shame. Real shame. Yeah. Oh, it was a hell of a routine though. Me running around Latitude, on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that Attitude. I threw myself into the toilets. Of course, they were just bales of hay. It only made the situation worse. <laughs> um, so yeah, the top, the top. Um, so what do you get for Big Brother? Let, let's let's say if we do sort of five or six going in on the on the first night of, of Big Brother, Little Brother. Um, so you you got you got a recent. I say recent, but like Outcho. Outcho is a great call. Yes, Ed the out, Duck. Out, going well, back. If you're going CBBC, you've got to have Hacker T Dog as well. Hacker's fantastic. 
So you got to go Ocho Hacker. Yeah. Ed the Duck. Ed the Duck, yeah. Gordon the Gopher. Gopher's got to be in there. Yeah. Gopher over Ed the Duck. Was Ed the Duck just a teddy? Ed the Duck what? No, Ed, Ed the Duck no, was... Ed, but it would but it would only squeak at the yeah, duck. But so would Gordon the Gopher. Neither of them spoke. Right. But Gopher had a mouth, didn't he? Yeah. Roland Ed the Rat. Ed the Duck had a mouth. Ed the Duck had a beak. I mean, come on. I know we're splitting <laughs> hairs here, but... <laughs> yeah, but, Ed, did but it would move. In my, head, in my head, Ed the Duck's mouth wouldn't move like he... Maybe you're right. He'd just, no, no, he'd just it wiggle around. Moved. Did it? Yeah, 100%. Was Ed the 100%. Duck a punk rocker? I had, I had an Ed the Duck toy. And the mouth moved on that? Yeah. Yeah, they But I was happen. really disappointed that it didn't sound the same, the squeaks. But of course it didn't. The, um, the, I remember on, um, watching an episode of Going Live and people started writing, they, they became this sort of like on, ongoing joke that people were writing and saying, Gordon the Gopher is just a puppet. And like, Philip Schofield was reading these out in like kind of mock horror. And someone said, we've even found a picture of Gordon naked. And it was just a photo of a hand. It was very yes, funny. Yes, do you remember yes, that? It was. Yeah, but then, I do. But then they, then they would, then they decided to sort of prove. They were like, "We're going to prove it. We're going to prove it." Look, and um, I don't know why they did this because obviously this is what's going to happen. But they moved Gordon's leg to be like, "Look, there's nothing underneath." And I remember seeing a wristwatch. <laughs> <laughs> and then Philip quickly moves his leg back. But I remember really clearly going, "Oh right." They're sort of almost like maybe they were maybe they were kind of going. Look, it is just a puppet, and we we, we you know, Schofield was just sort of trolling us slightly. But um, but yeah, I remember that being a big, quite upsetting moment for me. I mean, I sort of knew it was obviously I knew it was a puppet, but you still don't want to see that. No. Um, what about Cover it with a cloth at least? God, surely with a cloth. So yeah, so we've got. What about someone? If we're going to go sort of kids morning TV, Roland Rat. Roland Rat has to go in, yeah. Roland Rat has got to, you know. And what about Zippy? Oh, yes. Zippy's good. Zippy's good. If you're going to... I think maybe we have Sooty. to be... Maybe we have to be from each show. You can only pick one, right? Because otherwise, you know, oh, yeah. when, when it gets to the Muppets, it gets... So I think I think Kermit... Would you put Kermit... If you if you wanted someone to succeed in the Big Brother house, would you put Kermit in? I mean, he's, oh, he's got a good... Win it, he's got a good moral code. Everybody loves him. Yeah. But I wonder if there's, like, someone who's... Isn't Miss Piggy more... She's more... She's better value. Big brother. You want her... Yeah. If someone's going to have a proper full-on freak Kermit, out... Kermit, someone's going to cry Kermit's, and chops all across the room. Kermit's not... Kermit's not winning Big Brother. Too nice. Top three. Too not, absolutely top three. Yeah, but but too nice to know kind of monster if you're voting out Kermit. Come on. But it's not about... Like, but you know what the British public are like when they get in Big Brother mode? They don't want... They don't want someone to be reasonable, do they? No. They want fucking bells and whistles. They want the drama. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so f- Muppets, we're going... Wait, what, what, what do you think? It's got to be Miss Piggy, right? Will you accept Miss Piggy, Clarky? Gonzo, I'd go for, but I, I think I think Miss Piggy's more big brother. I love Gonzo as well. I mean, you've got to have someone in who's going to be, you know, <laughs> your, your, your lunatic. So why not put Gonzo in? I mean... That's tricky. Um, who, I tell you, this is this is a tricky one though. If you had to put in either Zig or Zag, who are you putting in? 
I don't know if I if I was in a bar and having a chat with one of them, I would, I'd come away going. <laughs> no, no, I've that's just been chatting to Tom, Tom, Zag. Tom, you didn't have a chat with them in the bar. You watched the Big Breakfast, and you just remembered that. <laughs> no, I, I know you're I thinking was, that. I was flirting with Paula Yates on the bed. I remember it really clearly. <laughs> you were in leather trousers. <laughs> so, so it's gonna. Be, I, I I wouldn't really know either which one I've been talking to. Um, was it was it Zag who did the rapping, who who did Ooh. them girls them girls? Hello, I'm Zag, and I'm here to say <laughs> here he is tonight. Um, um, I don't know if Zig and Zag are getting in. No, nah, not for okay. me. Okay, all right, okay, fair enough. Sooty. I mean, like if you're going to put someone in, put Sweep in, right? <laughs> Agent of Chaos. Yeah, a bit more, a bit more cheeky. You know, Sooty is a bit like putting Kermit in. Nothing's really going to happen. You know, I feel like you want to put in, you want to put in Sweep or Sue, because you've got to have, you know, you've got to have a bit of a, of a gender balance in there. Okay, let's go, Miss Piggy and Sweep. Miss Piggy, Sweep, and that's and are we it. Going, are we going Ed the Duck or Gordon the Gopher? <laughs> yeah, all right, it's Miss Piggy and Sweep. That's it. <laughs> Have you seen Big Brother recently? It's just come back. It's, it's a bit. It's a bit weird. It's weird, but it really works. It's just basically a dog fucking a pig. <laughs> <laughs> a dog and pig show. Finally. <laughs> but really, it just works. Yeah. The dog and pig show, as you know, was the next uh, was the next act next to the guy eating the plane. That's what yeah. you'd see. You'd see. They, they you'd see the guy eating the plane. The <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! What's the worst thing you've considered eating? Wow! What an app! What a strong app! All that stuff that we talked about. I can't believe it. It was. It was really good stuff. It was really good stuff. Lots yeah. of subjects. And my favourite ones were the ones we talked about like at the start and also the end. Well, I feel like stuff we talked about at the start really sort of came back into full effect towards the end. Mm. Um, we've got a message. It was great. It was great. We've got a message from um, Camilla who oh, yeah. has uh, who sent us a message. Quite an, an accusatory uh, subject line, this message from Camilla. That time Pappy's nearly killed me. From Uh-oh. Camilla. Oh, God. Finally, I knew she's this. caught up I knew, this is, I knew this day was coming. <laughs> only, a ma- only a matter of time. I was thinking about this the other day. If somebody came to your door, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking law enforcement officers, and oh, said, we know it was you. We're arresting you. What would go through your mind? Would you... It's a fair cop. Yeah, do you think it would? <laughs> you got me. I knew you would. I knew eventually this day would come. I, I couldn't keep running for this work. long. Um, but anyway, Camilla's, Camilla's caught up with us. She's written, she's written an email uh, to pappysflatshare at gmail.com. You too should get in touch and tell us what you're thinking. Dear Pappies, recent chat about how, how you guys have been podcasting for a decade reminds me of my early days of listening to you. It was around 2013. Great year. We just mm. put out a podcast from 2013, the Paul F. Tompkins and, um, and Ellis James episode of Flatshare Slamdown. Oh, vintage. Could have been this one she was listening to. It was around 2013. I was home from uni visiting my parents. I was listening to a recorded app of Pappy's Flat Slam late at night. Uh, I'm glad it was a recorded app. 
the ones that we didn't record, really hard to listen to. <laughs> I was literally recording up a Pappy's Flat Slam late at night. I went to get a glass of milk in the kitchen. I can't remember what bit it was, but at some point I laughed whilst drinking. Well, as you can, as you can expect, that did not go well. I started to choke as the milk went down my trachea. I was struggling to breathe and spewing milk all over the kitchen floor for a good 20 minutes. I've never felt closer to death. Somehow none of my family heard me and all I could picture was them coming down in the morning to find me dead on the kitchen floor covered in milk with your podcast still playing. I'd like it if um, <laughs> if uh, her tombstone simply said, got milk? <laughs> <laughs> got milk brackets, milk got me. Milk got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, covered in milk with your podcast still playing. The horror and shame of this image is what made me keep fighting. I just couldn't imagine my poor parents having to tell everyone I died because of a podcast, even one as good as yours. Oh yeah, I just remember what you talked about in the podcast. Bit of death. We talked about death. Oh, we did. Um, so it fits. It's a great, it's a perfect uh, message. Uh, Camilla write, continues to write, eight years later, I'm still an avid listener, but won't eat or drink while I do. I've learnt my lesson. Here's to 10 more years. All the best, Camilla. Thanks, Camilla. Oh, what a lovely you, message Camilla. to that, receive. That was very lovely. Really, really weirdly, kind. Weirdly lovely. <laughs> it was weirdly lovely about how we nearly and, killed and you. And guys, I really hope we almost kill a lot of you. Well, if you have nearly died whilst listening to this podcast, it doesn't have to be through choking. It could just be that, you know, you weren't paying attention. You drove off a cliff. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. If you drove off, I tell you what, forget it if you're listening to the podcast. If you drove off a cliff and survived, pappysflatshare at gmail.com. Tell us that story. Thelma and Louise. <laughs> no one, no one remembers Thelma and Louise too when it starts with the car landing and then we go, whoa, baby. <laughs> that was a wild ride. Anyway, what do you want to do for food? Um, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, if you've, if you have nearly died listening to the podcast or if you've driven off a cliff, then please get in touch pappysflatshare at gmail.com we will definitely read that out on the podcast um clarky has that ever happened to you uh where you've been laughing and started choking no because it happened to me this week oh no really and it was it was i was this is i was stood in the kitchen uh i was having a little little work break the thing with a work break at um when you're working from home is a lot less fun. You just stand in the kitchen on your own yeah. drinking a coffee. There's no one to chat to. So I was drinking, drinking a coffee and I was looking at um, sort of suggested pages to follow on Instagram. And one of them was like a kind of funny comedy clips. So I was watching a, a clip of um, Would I Lie to You? And I genuinely was, I didn't expect it to be as funny as it was. It's and I fun. had, it's really, God, I mean, it's always funny, but like this little moment I was thinking this is this is making me laugh I was sipping away on the coffee David Mitchell said something and I I, I had hot coffee go through my sinuses Ooh. and it was so, it was so unbelievably unpleasant it was so grim I mean I had to sort of throw myself at, at the kitchen sink and just sort of stick my head over it and just kind of go as like <laughs> coffee drizzled out my nose and I could feel it in the back you know when you can feel it in the back of your eyes Oh my god! I could feel, I could feel crying coffee. I could feel, yeah, like a, like I was some sort of like um, uh, shrine at Lords, you know, crying coffee. A load of a load of uh, a load of of, of, uh, Italian ladies started touching my feet and doing the rosary. (laughs) It was really an intense moment, but um, yeah, it was um, it was wild. 
really unpleasant. So um, I hope that's not happened to any of you guys when you listen to this podcast. Because milk's bad, but hot coffee's worse. Um, Anyway, cheers, Camilla. And cheers to everyone listening. And uh, we'll be back next week with another fun episode. Yeah, man. This, yeah, uh, this episode, I was gonna, I was, I was teeing up for you to do it. Yeah, I know like, you, you were right. You were right to do it. You do it, man. You do it. Uh, this episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Bye. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 